the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you living in pain? Is it joint pain or muscle pain? If so, stay tuned. Welcome to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow from the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. This is the program that can give you effective solutions for the pain you've been living with. Dr. Darrow is a medical doctor, board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches about the use of prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells. Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. Now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co-host, Dr. Nita Valens. Well, hi there, Dr. Darrow. Welcome. Hello, Nita Valens. How are you today? I'm great. And yourself? Living it up. Yay. Well, we want our listeners to live it up, too. So we want you to call us all hour long about your musculoskeletal pain. That means muscle pain, joint pain, tendon pain, ligament pain, disc pain, back pain, neck pain, knee or hip pain, arthritis pain. Basically, if you don't know what the pain is, maybe you have aches, maybe you have stiff joints, basically orthopedics, give us a call at 866 Eight seven zero five seven five two. That's eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. I have lines open for you right now, and if you're new to the show, you might want to check Dr. Darrow's website at www.lastemcells.com. That's lastemcells.com. We're here Saturdays at ten a.m. again at one p.m. And when you call the program today, you get a free book, Dr. Darrow's latest, called Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate is the subtitle. It contains 264 scientific studies, and the foreword was written by Suzanne Summers, who is an absolute health genius, actor, etc. So... Remember the website, lastemcells.com. You can email Dr. Darrow off of every page on the site and watch him performing the treatments on video. So we have a lot for you today. Give us a call, 866-870-5752. What do you think? Well, I think I'm going to go to a question quickly, and that'll kind of explain what the show is about. Great. And start helping people to heal. So let me see. I get so many emails a day. It is crazy. I'm staying up. <laughs> it's getting really crazy. Are you sleeping I'm at all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I stay up late to like midnight or so. And, uh, you know, I've got a great life. I mean, I love doing this. And um, it's getting to a point where, would you like a job, Nita? I'm yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a job. I've been working with you 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this one, this question says hip, H-I-P. Person says, I have a right labral hip tear per an MRI. This injury happened last January in a car accident. I've now had two PRP injections, 
but why is it still not healing? I continue to have sharp groin pain when walking. How long does this process take to heal the tear? So a lot of good information. Um, Number one, what is the labrum or what is a labral tear? The labrum is from Latin. It means lip. And it's like a lip around the hip uh, bone. Hip bone meaning the humerus that uh, juts into the acetabulum, which is the little cup in the pelvis. And we also have labrum or labra, I should say, labri in Latin. I was a Latin scholar um, in the shoulder. And uh, we have a meniscus in the knee, which is similar. At any rate, let me just start this way. Because you have a labral tear does not mean you have pain. So this person's doctor is jumping to a conclusion or maybe it's just the patient that's jumping to the conclusion, which is because there was a labral tear, there was there is pain today. And many people have labral, labral tears in their hips, shoulders, or whatever, or anything around the body. They show a diagnosis on an image like an MRI or an X-ray or a CT scan, and they have no pain. So why is this person or this doctor jumping to the conclusion that is the labral tear in the hip that's causing the pain. I treat labral tears almost every single day, usually every day, many a day, and they heal up in terms of the patient heals up. So what does that mean, the patient heals up? Do we go back and do another image? Do we do another MRI? I'd love to do that, but no patients want to. If they say, no, I feel great, that's end of the story. They don't want me to send them to get another MRI. So we don't really know what happens in terms of the healing. I'm going to bet that most people do not actually physically heal that area they think is causing the pain because it's not what was causing the pain in the first place. My particular story, everybody who listens to me has heard it a million times, which is I have a labral tear in my right shoulder. I have a supraspinatus tear there. I also have a subscapularis tear but I have zero pain. Now, how do I even know I have the terrace? Because I looked with an ultrasound. Uh, When I was having pain, I had a frozen shoulder uh, from hitting too many golf balls in one day. I have a tendency to do that. Or whatever sport, I am very repetitive. And um, I did have a shoulder surgery while I was in medical school. I had my orthopedic surgeon boss do that, and it came out terrible. And uh, I healed it up way, way back when um, using regenerative medicine. Now, today we have platelets and stem cells that we inject. And I've injected those in both my shoulders, both my knees, uh, both my elbows. uh, What else? My wrist. Uh, I've had other people do regenerative medicine on my neck and back with amazing success. So these are things that, you know, I can testify to myself. I do about, uh, I get about 80 new patients a month. If you look at my Yelp reviews, if you look at Yelp, Y-E-L-P dot com, and then look up Mark Darrow, MD, you can read what people have to say about me and about the work. Uh, They aren't all great reviews. Of course, I can't please everybody, but most of them, I think there's like 170 are pretty darn good. 
anyway, so this person had a car accident, and uh, they've had two PRP injections. I don't know who did those injections. I can tell you that very few doctors do a lot of this work like I do. This is all I do. I do it all day long. I've been doing it all day long for 20 plus years. And I use an ultrasound guidance. That means I look inside the body to follow where that needle is going. If your doctor is doing this blind, that's what we call it when they don't use an imaging, forget it. Studies show that the solution doesn't even go where it's supposed to go. It doesn't get into the joint. So the person says, why is this not healing? That may be one of the reasons because their doctor really doesn't do enough of it to know what they're doing. Um, so how long does it take to heal the tear in the labrum? Good question. Um, everybody heals differently. And um, some people heal with one injection. Some people it takes... Uh, quite a few. Typical healing, though, of any part of the body is about six to eight weeks. Just like if you had a broken bone, you're probably going to be in a cast for about six weeks or so. And um, no different with the soft tissue, meaning the non-bone tissues like ligaments, tendons, labra, uh, whatever it is that you think is causing the problem. But we have to be very careful to do an examination and not just trust the MRI or the x-ray to see what is going on. I like to have those films as an adjunct to my examination, but it's really the examination that tells me the most of what is going on. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, let me just remind you that if you're listening to this and you have hip pain, why don't you call the show and see if you have what Dr. Darrow is talking about. Our number is 866 870 That's 866-870-5752. So I'm going to take another good question here. All righty. Uh, this one is on stem cells. And let's see what they have to say. So six months ago, I had umbilical cord stem cells injected in my knee with bone-on-bone -bone arthritis. I had it done in my local area in New Hampshire. I had great results, but I can honestly say not as good as when I had my own stem cells injected, which I had done five years ago. At that point, they lasted four years. How long does umbilical cord stem cells last? Is it possible that being only six months into it, I haven't seen the full effect? I had heard they are better than my own stem cells, but now I'm questioning that. If I'm ever in your area, I will stop by. Well, come on down. Love to see you. Um, so, you know, a lot of people do fly in from all over the world. They take a vacation. Um, they'll stay on the beach in Santa Monica or whatever. And uh, there was a gentleman that flew up from southern Georgia, and uh, he had three stem cell injections done on his knee in five days. So a lot of doctors will do this once every few months. More power to you, Doc. It's going to take a long time to heal that way. I like to do it quickly, do it consecutively, and get the area healed fast. Uh, so let's go through this. Umbilical versus a person's own autologous cells. That means coming from their bone marrow. Usually some docs do it from fat, which is something that I started doing first. I don't like to do it. 
you have to make an incision and then use a trocar that's about 10 inches long and beat up the fat. And the worst part for the patient, that's not fun for the patient, but the worst part is the needle that has to be used because fat is thick. And when I inject a shoulder, I might poke it 30 times. If I'm using an 18-gauge thick needle, it would look like hamburger meat. I'm not going to do that. So I use a thin needle. I use a 25-gauge. And if I, let's say I'm doing an elbow, I couldn't get uh, fat through a 25 or a 30-gauge like I use for an elbow. So using the bone marrow which is what this person had done, is a very excellent way to do it. But um, we have a study with 650 patients comparing umbilical cord to bone marrow, and the results are almost exactly the same statistically. That means that people who come in and go, I want this, I want that, what do you think? I go, it's up to you. Because they both work uh, with the same efficacy. That means people get better at the same rate. Um, this person that wrote this asks, um, it lasted four years. Well, that was five years ago, and you're older now, and that, that hip has been used more. So it's not that it was necessarily bone marrow that was the best versus umbilical cord. Uh, we, when we age, things take longer to heal. Not for everybody, but uh, things wear out more. And if this person had arthritis, and they say they, oh, this is actually the knee, sorry. Um, the same thing, though. Everything's the same. It doesn't matter what part of the body. They say they have bone-on-bone bone arthritis in the knee, and um, I don't believe in that very much. I've seen a couple cases of bone-on-bone, bone, but I have patients come in every day who say they have bone-on-bone, bone, and I do an examination, and that joint moves beautifully, and I start laughing, and they go, why are you laughing? And I go, because you don't have bone on bone. If you did, it would be like two bricks rubbing. They don't move. So if your doctor told you a bone on bone, don't believe it for a second, unless you can't move that joint. Pretty simple. Let's see what else they say here. Well, they're asking about how long do, do stem cells last. It's new tissue that's grown. It's not the stem cells that last. How long does new tissue last? I don't know. How long did it last when God made you and your brand new baby? When it was perfect. As long as it did. Until you injured it or wore it out by overuse. Um, yeah, that's about it. Alrighty. Well, our number is 866-870-5752. And should we go to Floud in Washington, D.C.? I would love it. Is that your name, Floud? Yes. Hi, doctor. How are you? I'm wonderful. Uh, you're right. asking about right hip pain. Have you been yes, to a I doctor? Have, uh, yes, I have AB of the right hip. Uh, I used to run a lot, about 8 to 10 miles a day. I had a car accident, but it progressed, it progressed slowly to the point where I've seen doctors and uh, then an MRI, and they're of the opinion that I will know when I have to have surgery. Uh, and I've been told now that it's uh, my uh, the, that it's bone on bone. And uh, in my case, uh, lately I, I travel a lot. I have a software company, so I travel uh, internationally a lot. So, which means a lot of walking as well. So, walking lately has been painful, especially sleeping at night when I switch. It, it, it hurts as well, and it has okay. affected my leg length by about half an inch as well. 
So I am being told, uh, and I've seen HSS as well in New York, and here I'm living in D.C., Georgetown, George Washington hospitals. So uh, the opinion is uh, surgery, and I'm really uh, pushing back, and I've seen Googling and seeing the hip replacement surgery. I'd really rather not go down that path. And traveling overseas in Southeast Asia as well, I've seen clinics in Thailand where they offer you stem cell, and then I've been following you. And I wanted to get your feedback, and I come to Los Angeles a lot as to what is your thought process as far as in someone in my case, and they call my case as a late stage where it is bone on bone, and I sometimes get clicking, I walk, and uh, walking is painful at times as well. So what would you okay. suggest? And in my case, doctors are saying, for someone like you, uh, stem cells are not going to work, but I'm of the opinion I'd rather talk to the source directly and get their feedback and see what the thought process is. Thank you. Smart man. So everything you said is very, very smart. Um, you don't want to get that hip replacement if you can help it. If you're still walking and have occasional pain, that's a good sign that you definitely don't need a surgery, to me anyway. Right. Now, if I was a hip surgeon, I would, of course, say you need a surgery. Right. The AVN for the audience is avascular necrosis. It just means that there's a poor blood supply to the bone. So the bone, in essence, is becoming necrotic, meaning that it's not alive as much as someone else's. And um, some people live their whole life like that and do very well. So we heal people all the time that have avascular necrosis of the hip. And um, it doesn't mean that the bone will become alive, but the surrounding of the bone, the cartilage, can grow back. And uh, that's really what you need to have happen. Um, you mentioned something about getting stem cells out of the country. I would never do that. You don't know what you're getting. And um, here, at least, you know what you're getting. And I don't like medical procedures out of the country anyway, because if something goes wrong, you're stuck. And then what do you do? You have to fly back to the United States, and you've got a, what do you have, a 15, 20-hour flight in misery, I don't yep. think that's a good idea. What if you get infected? I don't think that's a good idea. Um, uh, definitely not surgery. Uh, stem cells are a different story, though, because it's, you know, depending how it's done, it can only be, it might only be just an injection. But then the question is, how are they going to get the bone marrow? Are the, uh, Is it going to be drilling? Of course it's going to be. Do you want to do that out of the country? I wouldn't. If it's umbilical cord stem cells, are they safe? I don't know. I would I would stick to doing something in the United States where you have great hospitals all over the place and great doctors all over the place. I just don't trust medicine out of this country. Um, right. That's me personally, right. and I know it. I know it. It can be cheaper out of the country. People do right. medical tourism. I'm not for it, but um, do what you think best. Um, uh, in this case, one quick couple of quick questions. Uh, sure. With stem cells, it's a function of also how many uh, million cells you inject. And you, in my case, if I come and see you, uh, coming from D.C., uh, how many injections can I have in a period of one week? Or will I have to plan for a two- to three-week stay in Los Angeles? Well, you just, uh, you, just made, you just made an assumption, Floud, and that assumption is that more stem cells are better than less, correct? Okay. That's not true. Okay. I know there's some guys that sell that. Right, right, that thought, right, right. but there are studies that show, and by the way, I don't know the answer because I don't know that anyone's done a real comparison between right. a few and a lot in terms of efficacy. See, right. the thing we're dealing with here 
is efficacy, healing. Okay. How quick will you heal and how well will you heal? Right. And it's hard to do a study on that comparing number of stem cells, but there are studies that show that the velocity of growth, that means how fast does the tissue grow, is faster with fewer stem cells. Okay, wow. And there's also studies that show that it's not really the stem cells you inject that do the healing. It's the stem cells that are nascent or already there sleeping that get okay. awakened when you inject some stem cells. There's too much we don't know about it. Right. But we do. We have a 25-person research team at my office. They're all students or post-grads trying to get into med school. So... Um, I was just up at a, a different doctor's office, and there were two medical assistants who were trying to get into medical school. And I said, come downstairs, and we'll put you on some research study and help you get into med school. So we have 25 kids like that. So we do a lot of research. And um, what we're finding is that, as an example, whether we do umbilical cord stem cells or BMAC, which is bone marrow stem cells, the results come out the same. Now, you go tell that to a doctor who only does bone marrow, and he's going to scream at you, and he's going to say, well, the umbilical cord cells are dead. Well, maybe they are, but if they work the same, maybe it's the other stuff in the solution that's doing the healing. It's not the stem cells at all. I don't know the real answer. I know there are people on the Internet and friends of mine that are doctors that scream at me, and they say, no, this is the science. And I go, well, you can take the science and do what you want with it. I'm into healing, and I'm going to do what works to make people heal. And I've been doing this stuff probably longer than anybody else, and I probably do the most of anybody on the planet. And I do what works. And if, and if if uh, if my doctor friends say that it can't work, I go, well, come on over and watch. Look at the research. Right. No, I, I, uh, that's what's giving me hope. Uh, when I, I've seen some of your research and I've, I've uh, Googled you as well, and it's very impressive. And that's why uh, the doctors that tell you go under the knife, I'm just not a big fan of that. Uh, I'm 51 years old. I think I still have a lot of life to live, and I travel a lot of my business. So in this case, I'd rather see someone like you uh, and, and try that option. Uh, and I think the medicine, the industry is changing itself, and stands up is the future. So uh, someone like you with experience would love to come down and see you and, and do the treatment, especially uh, umbilical cord is what I would really prefer. And how long do I need to stay there? If, how many injections can I have in a period of one week? Is it still going to be one or two, or can I have more? Um, the most I've done in, in five days is three different stem cells. And okay. uh, the person uh, texted me last month, and they said they were completely healed. It was a very arthritic knee. <clears throat> on a man um, from southern Georgia who was a big guy, way okay. overweight, who didn't want to lose weight. I mean, I always flout tell people to lose weight if they've got right. hip or knee or foot problems just right. to get the weight off. Every pound on your tummy is four pounds on that poor joint. So right. we do have a diet called Ideal Protein that we like okay. people to use. Uh, they actually have it in Washington, D.C., too. You can just look up Ideal Protein if you're overweight. I don't know if you are or not. Right, um, right, right, right. If you so are, start working on it. Sorry? No, I am by about 10, 15. I am because I used to run Yeah, get rid of it. I can't. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you're five pounds overweight, get rid of it. Five times four is 20 pounds pressure on the knee. So right. uh, there's good hope for you, Flauda. I can't, you know, I have to examine you first, but from what you're telling me, you can walk and only occasional pain. I would personally never do a surgery on that. You're 51 years old. How long is that new joint, that prosthesis, going to last? And when it fails because the bone gets eaten away from the metal in it, then what are you going to do? Very good point. I I, I concur because I've seen my father who had a knee replacement surgery, and he is in pretty bad shape after 10 years of surgery that the second surgery did not go well, and he has got infection in his knee. So I, I would agree. It, no. It's something that that's very scary. And when, until once you yeah. have an infection and you don't see, and that thing you're fusing that joint, so I, I totally concur uh, with uh, with what you're saying. Now the the the, the issue about uh, the, the leg length discrepancy can that be adjusted with when the bone grows? So that's going to be there forever. Are you talking about your length leg discrepancy? Right, which happened in the last year or so because I think the bone started okay. to go under, I believe. That's what, that's what I've been okay. told. But the doctor, the femur bone. Uh, hang with us okay. through the break, Cloud, and then we'll finish up on that. You're listening to, <clears throat> excuse me, listening to Living Pain Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Our number is 866-875-7522. Give us a call. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Living Pain Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Dr. Darrow's practice is located at the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. To schedule an appointment, call 1-800-300-9300. That's 1-800-300-9300. Dr. Darrow will be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. <laughs> 